Hey, this is Richard Grund. By now you probably realize something went completely haywire tonight. Just before going on the air, the microphone would not work. I have the old microphone nearby, plugged it in, did what I always do every week, filled in all the information, got ready to go, and then everything locked up on me. Apparently it let me on the air for a brief moment because my wife said, you're on the air, and my first words were, what is going on? And it just kept echoing. Somebody else just wrote me and said it was on briefly, and now they can't even get into Spreaker app at all. Could be just a coincidence. Could be technical. Could be electronic. Uh, I don't really know. Considering the topic and where I'm taking this topic, I would lean towards spiritual attack. And I was ready to just quit, put a note up about what happened. But I know many of you are going to tune in after the fact and you don't see Facebook, you don't see social media. You may not know what happened. So I want to tell you what happened. What happened is we're living in a time when a word from the Bible about the Lord, about prophecy, about what real prophecy is and what false prophecy is, a word about the days of Noah and how it applies to us now, a word that comes without compromise, without being watered down, without looking for anything. I don't preach for personal gain. I don't preach for financial gain. I refuse to compromise. I will not back down. I will not shut up. So I guess tonight the enemy figured the only way to stop that was to keep it from going forward. So I'll take the notes that I've gathered gathered for tonight and I'll use them next week. But I want to encourage you. I wanted to talk to you. I didn't want to leave you high and dry. Some of you have been with me a very long time, some since uh, March or May. Well, May of 2010 is when the official podcast started. The March, April, and uh, before, the months before, were a private uh, conference call, Bible study. But the actual on-air podcast began on Blog Talk in May of 2010. So we're over 12 years now doing this every week, except for a couple of times when I couldn't couldn't get on the air or SRT was out of town and I couldn't make it work. One of the things I said that I really felt like somebody needed to hear is that you have as much of the Lord as you want. He's always there. He's always available to you. The Word is always there, the Bible is always there, but He is waiting for you. You have as much of Him as you want. And even as much time as I spend with Him in prayer and and everything that I do, I want more. I'm tired of this fallen world. I'm tired of the fallen world system. I'm tired of watching what's happening out there. I'm tired of watching the enemy doing what it's doing, fully funded. But guess what? The rain falls on the just and the unjust, and it's really hard to complain about that. 
But we're living in a time where deception abounds, where false teachers are profiting off the gospel and deceiving many. And and one of the things I did say, which I don't even think it recorded it to put it on my desktop, is I'm astounded when I see what popular online preachers and teachers, whether it's YouTube or Instagram or Facebook or wherever, they're teaching and fooling people with stuff that is pure garbage, that has no relevance or foundation in the Word, and people being so easily fooled. It astounds me. They're sitting in pews and in megaliths to people's egos and being fooled. And I don't understand that because that's not the biblical model. That's not what the Lord laid out for us. And Larry and I were talking about that yesterday. And he said it's almost like people want to be fooled. They want to be a part of something. They want to be a part of something big that makes them feel good or thinks that they're doing something. I don't know. I really don't. What I do know is I'm I'm tired of watching people's lives destroyed. I'm tired of watching the enemy win. And even though I know he's a loser and he will lose in the end. Let me say that again. He's a loser. Hasatan, the fallen, their demonic offspring, they're losers. They've already lost. The victory was won on the cross when he comes back again, which is what we're talking about, that'll be it. But until then, we as a community, we as fellow believers, if you're listening to the porch, wherever you're listening to it, and we're expanding our reach, a new logo, and I'm trying to update things. And as I've joked many times over 12 years, being a one-man band means I miss some notes every now and then. But the point is this, that now is the time to be faithful and truthful, to seek him and him alone, not to seek men or women, get our eyes off of anything that puts themselves in the way of him. He said, if he be lifted up, he will draw all people to him. We can't be looking at him while looking at someone else. Elevate him. Look towards him. Him. Listen to his words. He is the one true prophet. He is the epitome and the example and the baseline of prophets and prophecy. And a true prophet offers direction and correction to the church, does not draw attention to themselves, but points towards him, points towards reconciliation and salvation points towards repentance. Anybody building a brand with their name on their kingdom, shun them. Turn away from them. Do not give your money to them. There's only one king, and there's only one kingdom. There's only one Lord, and there's only one Savior. And the enemy is having a wonderful laugh at our expense because we're doing everything except but what we were supposed to be doing, which is why Matthew 24, and the uh, as it was in the days of Noah, it is again. 
were there again. As I shared in the teaching, and I'll say it again next week, one of the revelations I had tonight was that every time correction came and prophecy was being fulfilled to get us towards the end, man-made religion was destroyed. Antiochus Epiphanes destroyed the temple. Titus and his armies in 67 AD, somewhere around there, destroyed the temple in Jerusalem by accident. By the way, that wasn't their intention, but I believe God allowed that to happen, to get man out of the buildings and into the homes and into the streets. And they did that for almost 300 years. And Satan figured out, you know what, the best way to kill this is to get him back in the buildings, to get him back inside the walls and get them out of the homes and off the street. And the third temple, which is not for us, by the way, the Antichrist will do it again. Except except this time the destruction will be of the world and all humanity. And that's where we're headed with the sin and the debauchery and and the lack of relationship and the lawlessness and all those things which is why my heart's cry for you is to get to know him personally, intimately, so that you can hear his voice, that you can know his word, that the Holy Spirit can speak to you. You don't have to say, well, what is so-and-so saying? No, you'll know. And then when you hear somebody else say what you've already heard, it'll be a confirmation. But if you're not telling people about Yeshua, if you're not living out the gospel, going out into all the world, making disciples of all men, if you're not seeking him to get people saved, healed, and delivered, then you've disobeyed his command. This isn't about building kingdoms. It's about building his kingdom. It's not about building buildings. It's not about doing anything but preparing for the return of the Lord. And that's why the book of Acts Church was so dangerous and so effective. So I didn't want to leave you high and dry. I didn't want you to come come to the porch wherever you listen to us on any of the streaming platforms, on any of the uh, podcasts. And wonder what happened tonight to just get something that I'm going to probably go in and delete that just echoes what's going on. But you know what? It just dawned on me. It's a prophetic word. What's going on? Church, what's going on? Look out there. Look at your news. Look at everything happening in the world right now. We can blame the enemy all we want, but it's our fault. We're partially to blame. We haven't done our job. What's going on? Should echo in your spirit every time you see these things. Every time you see a false religion. We watched a TV show on Hulu. I won't mention it or promote it. I don't want to cause any trouble for myself. I really am trying to say the name of it, but the Lord won't let me do it. About some murders that took place in 1984. 
and it involves a very large denomination out there. And as we watched the seven episodes, my wife and I, I kept thinking is how are people so easily fooled by this? It doesn't line up with the word of God. Satan is that brilliant. The Lord said, will there be faith on the earth when he returns? Will there be any faith on the earth? In the beginning of Matthew 24, he talks about do not be deceived. I think he says it like three times in Matthew 24. Don't be deceived. Don't be fooled. So I'm going to leave you with this, and then we'll come back next week and pick up the teaching. What's going on? What's happening? How did we get here and what can we do to change it? Pray for us. Pray for the porch. Pray for Firefall. Pray for SRT. We have a job to do before the return of the king. We're just praying for the windows of the blessings to open for the Lord to turn us loose. We pray for you. I do each and every day. Those of you that I know by name and those of you that I don't. Open your heart, open your mind, open your eyes. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace, give you shalom. This was just a short word from me, Richard Grund, here on the porch. God bless you. See you next time.